Hey, business building warrior, I've got a treat for you today. From time to time, well, actually about once a week or so, I like to go live in the Facebook group and invite any of the members who'd like to join me onto like a Zoom session where we can see each other and interact with each other on the screen. If you want to join us for one of these, by the way, typically I do it on Monday evenings around 5 p.m. Eastern time. That's 5 o'clock p.m. New York time. Most weeks, not every week, but this time I recorded the session. We don't record all of them, but we did this time. And we may do this a few times in the future as well, if this is something that we get some feedback from you saying you enjoy. So let me set this up a little bit and you can decide if this is an episode for you. We ask all of the members of our community, we got about 72,000 people in our Facebook group, to bring any questions they have to a live Zoom hangout where the topic is typically revolving around growing your business in e-commerce and on Amazon. So we get all kinds of interesting questions and you can see from the description today some of the questions that were tackled during the discussion time. A lot of times these Monday night meetings are a way for us to greet the newest members of our community. So you'll see some questions in there that kind of cater to the newer sellers who are trying to establish a business on Amazon. But just so you know, if this is one of your first episodes you've ever listened to of our podcast, my name is Jim. I'm the host most of the time on this show. We have some other great coaches who host as well from time to time. But this show has about 500 episodes or more of success story interviews with the students of ours who are taking the Proven Amazon course. That's what this community is about. That's what this show is about, helping you launch a great business using a course that's called, I'll give you the name again, it's the Proven Amazon course. You can find details on that course at provenamazoncourse.com. So most of the episodes of this podcast are interviews with the students who are succeeding with that course. But we like to have some other content as well. You guys have requested it where we dive in and answer those questions. So in an open microphone setting, we captured some of the best questions from the community hanging out and I gave answers and you never know what interesting questions might pop up. And again, if you want to join us live, the best way to get in on this is to get into our Facebook group. There's a link at silentgym.com. You can get into our free Facebook group. There's also a link there to our proven Amazon course. And you can hear all of our past podcast episodes by going there as well. A lot of our episodes only are found in audio format. And there's a link there. You can get on iTunes or Spotify or your favorite podcast listening app. And you can hear all those great interviews with our successful students. Something else we're very proud of, that free Facebook group I mentioned. You can jump into it and see for yourself. We have 1,700 tagged success posts from students using our Amazon training to build beautiful businesses. Many of those people go on to be guests on our show. But today, it's an open microphone It's me with the community hanging out, answering questions. And like I said, if you enjoy this, please let us know. We'll do more of this kind of thing and plan to join us some Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Get into our Facebook group and look for the announcements. We'd love to have you join us live. We can interact. I'd love to answer your questions as well. I've been doing e-commerce for 20 years as the only income for my family. There's seven of us. We've homeschooled and raised five kids. They're getting married and moving out and getting older at this point. But the 20-year experiment was a wild success. We're so excited and happy to see how things have turned out for our kids, for our business, for our family, for the relationships. We love entrepreneurship and homeschooling under one roof. That's how we did life for 20 plus years. And it's been so rewarding. We want that for as many people that want that for themselves as well. 
So we hit on some of those kind of topics on these discussions as well. You never know what you're going to get. But like I said, look at the description, see if there's some interesting topics there for you today that we're going to dive into. And thanks for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Let's get over into the Q&A session with the other listeners. Hi. There we go. Hey, Maria. Good to talk to you. How are you? Good, good. Well, thank you so much for doing this. it's, It's a big opportunity to ask questions. So my question is, I I am like in need of encouragement here and some kind of certainty that all the energy, time and effort I'm putting in, in the Amazon business will work for me to live my nine to five. So I know that. So my question really will be like, how many of you guys really can make a nice income from Amazon? I know that you, Jim, and Jimmy, and many more are also making most of their money from the Facebook groups or the subscriptions, the the coaching, those multiple income streams, right? So Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. like is what I'm doing is enough? That that will be my question. I mean, I, I feel like I need like someone that really can tell me, yes, you can make it uh, only doing that, at least from the start. Okay. Well, if I understand your question correctly, you are uncertain of, as to whether this is an opportunity that's viable for you or not. And part of your skepticism is based on the fact that you think that uh, you're observing that the leaders around here are making money from teaching it, not from doing it. Is that correct? Well. I don't have the certainty. I just want, I mean, this is what I say, right? That um, mm-hmm. you all have those uh, multiple streams of income. So yes, I am wondering, is there anybody that really can uh, make it only doing Amazon, at least in the beginning? Absolutely. 100% certainty. And you don't have to believe me at all. I'm going to give you ways that you can research and figure this out for yourself. If you listen to our podcast, we've got about 620 episodes. The vast majority of those episodes are interviews with our successful students who are doing this business and making tremendous incomes. We've got hundreds of those episodes. In the Facebook group, where most of us are all hearing about this live training today, there's 1,700 posts from people talking about their success. Maybe they've hit a new $10,000 a month or their first $30,000 a month, their first $1,000 sales day, or maybe it's just their first good week where they sold $100, but they're gaining the confidence and the validation of the business model that we teach. So there's that. There's certainly a very large number of people who are succeeding. Myself, every day, I do very well on Amazon. I sell on Amazon every day. I'll pull up my phone and open up my stats and just show you a snapshot here real quick. This is my Amazon seller app opening up. There's my stats. I'm holding it back. I'm not looking to give anybody my store name and all that, but we've done 40,000 in the last 30 days. I've got a team of people that help me. I sell on Amazon, eBay, Walmart. Uh, We've done about $60,000 on eBay in the past 90 days. So I've got multiple streams of income, but we are doing the stuff we teach. One of the pre-qualifications to be a leader around here, to create content, to be a coach, is you have to be doing the stuff that we teach successfully. 
at a high level. There's no questions. That's the only thing that qualifies you to get in the door. Once you've got that qualification, now we start saying, hey, do you have a teacher's heart? Do you have the ability to communicate the stuff that you've learned to others, right? So you see a lot of teachers here who are doing a lot of teaching, but the only way to get on that stage is to be doing it very successfully yourself and that we've verified and validated that that is happening, okay? So the opportunity is huge for another reason. Okay, so that's that's who our leaders are, that we're all running the businesses that we're talking about, that we've got a ton of success stories. So that's all very validating, but let's look at the big industry statistics for just a moment, okay? The big industry statistics tell us that only 16% of all retail activity is online. Only 16% of retail activity in the United States is online. The other 84% is offline, traditional retail stores, people getting in their cars, going to stores. That's 84% of all retail spending still. In other words, the vast majority of spending is still traditional channels, offline, brick and mortar. That 16% that we're enjoying right now just a few short years ago was 10%. Just a couple of years before that, it was 5%. The trajectory of online spending is incredible. Within the next five to 10 years, that 16% that we're seeing currently will soon be 20, then 25 or 30% of all retail spending. What does that mean? That means hundreds of billions of new dollars being spent online. Amazon is half of all transactions approximately any given day in the United States online. So the biggest platform in the world and the most robust economy in the world, getting the most transactions with the greatest amount of future growth potential that we're seeing literally every quarter, Amazon, you know, while they may struggle as a company with certain segments of their business, more and more people are shopping all day, every day on Amazon. It's trending in a huge direction. And that's just Amazon. We teach dozens of different strategies, but we start everybody out with Amazon replans. Why? Because of the dozens of strategies we teach, we've seen the greatest degree of success among our students who start that way. We could teach you anything. We could have courses and start you out all over the place, but we don't. We start off all of our students who are willing to listen to us and take our advice after coaching 10,000 people who've detected patterns. The people who start with Amazon replans go on more consistently to succeed than anyone else. Now, what I can't do is force you to be motivated and encouraged and diligent and persistent and put in the time and the effort and the energy. I can't do that for you. But if you do do those things, you will not find a more consistently performing business model in e-commerce. You just won't. Because if it was out there, we'd be teaching that and doing that instead. But it's not out there. Does that help? And I could go deeper on any of the points that I've just made or go further on uh, any any questions that you have about anything I just said, Maria. Yes, definitely it helped. Thank you so much. Awesome. I I am doing the replens and I found some. I'm doing it slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. But yes, sometimes I wonder that. But all the numbers that you gave me, I love numbers. So all the numbers yeah. that you gave me are convincing and thank you for taking the time uh, to answer the question and do your own do your own research as well you know when i say things like nearly half of all transactions online in the united states are on amazon you can easily research that when i say that only about 16 to 18 percent of all retail economic activity 
in the United States is online, go research that. Google it. You'll see that's U.S. government data. You'll see the projections for 25, 30%. You know, it's going to double in our lifetimes, the next five, 10 years. The opportunity is getting nothing but bigger. It's expanding. And once you understand replens fully, you'll know that there's millions of underserved ASINs on Amazon right now. More possible ASINs for you to sell against, more listings for you to sell against than you will ever have enough money put towards those profitable. <laughs> yes, that, that's a problem <laughs> yeah. to buy enough, to have money to buy enough inventory. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but but once you found those profitable opportunities, the money will find you. Meaning as long as you're making a little bit of a profit and you're rolling that money over, mm-hmm. you don't have to listen to very many podcast episodes. Silentgym.com has all of them. Before mm-hmm. you hear stories like people started with a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars and just rolled it over, rolled it over. Before long, they were paying off tens of thousands of dollars of student debt, right? Because if you're making a profit and you're rolling your money over quickly, you can, you can build your nest egg very, very quickly. That's why we love this model. Low risk. You don't have to spend a lot of money to get started. Plenty of people start with just a few hundred dollars. The thing you have to be diligent about is finding new ASINs to sell against. Always be looking. Two podcast episodes I want to recommend you go check out. Number 612 and number 554. If someone says, ah, I'm just not finding as many ASINs as I'd like to find. I need help finding more good replens ASINs. Go listen to 554 and 612. I think you'll find those very, very useful. All right, Maria, great question. If you want to dig in any deeper to any of the stuff I just said, Maria or anyone else, just raise your hand. No one else has their hand up right now. We've got a good group here. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Maria. Great to meet you. Hey, are you coming to the conference in July by any chance? Do you have plans yet? I wish I could go. I would like at least to do it uh, online. I have work to do. Oh, I understand. So. Okay. Well, I for being the brave first question today, I'll get you free virtual pass to the event. Just send me an email when we're done, Jim Cochram at Gmail, and remind me, and I'll get Mary hooked up with you here tomorrow or so and get you a free uh, virtual live stream pass really thank that gets you. you all the uh, that gets you all the recordings as well from the proven conference coming up in july does that sound good thank you so much of course absolutely thank you yeah well okay. we're we're rooting for you we want you to succeed we want you to be a success story and i'm so glad that you were the the brave firsthand this evening that's always uh, intimidating <laughs> for some people to do so all right marie have a good evening good to talk to you you too thank you jim thank you Uh, Jason is saying he received an email today about the uh, virtual AI summit. And he's asking, and I'll tell you guys more about what that is here in just a moment. Uh, But he's asking whether it be teaching artificial intelligence strategies to be used for sourcing replens, as we've spoken about in the podcast before. Is it something different? Yeah. There's two different things you're talking about there in one question. So, And there's a lot of people who don't know what you're talking about. So I got three things to tackle here. First, yeah, there's an AI virtual AI conference coming up that our coaching director, Nathan Bailey, is one of the featured speakers, presenters. And it's just a general conference about how artificial intelligence is affecting e-commerce. And you guys haven't heard me talk about artificial intelligence at all. Not on a podcast, not in the Facebook group, nowhere. On my personal page, I posted a little rant about how disappointed I am that the only people I see making any money with AI so far are the people selling courses about how to make money with AI. No one else is making money yet. Well, Nathan's actually starting to do some very creative, interesting things with AI. Has nothing to do with replens. 
It has nothing to do with the basic Amazon selling models that we teach around here, but he's using it, for example, to create interesting listings on Amazon. He's using AI to come up with new brand ideas, that sort of thing. For our more advanced sellers, if you're new to our community, please ignore AI completely. If you're new to making money online, please ignore AI completely. It has nothing to do with anything that you should be considering working on or investing in or learning about. Focus on replens. If you've put it this way, if you're not selling $10,000 a month or more on Amazon right now, ignore AI. Anything and everything that has anything to do with AI or any of that, you don't need it. Build your replens business. There'll be plenty of time for those cool tools later when you start to launch your own brand you start to do branded bundles, you're building new listings. You have plenty of time to learn that stuff later. Check out some of those automation tools. If you try to start there, you've got about a 95% chance of falling flat on your face and failing miserably. Please don't start there. Start with the basics. There's a reason we've kind of built a pyramid of opportunity where that base level has a nice low risk, low cost, easy learning curve. We want you to learn those basics. Get to the point where you're selling five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a month or so minimum on Amazon using the replens model. And then you're ready to start stepping into some of the other stuff, including some of the cool stuff like AI that Nathan's playing around with. And if someone wants the link to that AI conference, uh, shoot me an email after this is done. I don't have it off the top of my head, but they gave us a $50 discount. And there's a bunch of presenters talking about all manner of different e-commerce meets artificial intelligence type of topics. I can't vouch for all the speakers, but I certainly can vouch for a couple of them, including my 20-year coaching director, Nathan Bailey, who's been with me for a very long time. Like I said earlier, excuse me, we've coached about 10,000 students together over these 20 years. So we've been doing a lot of e-commerce. And even as Maria pointed out momentarily a few moments ago, we're into all kinds of different projects. Anything related to e-commerce, we're investigating it, testing it, trying it. The stuff we bring to this community is a tiny fraction of the stuff that we're playing with and testing at any given time. So AI, certainly one of those things. I haven't been impressed to the point where I'm rolling something out. Now, to wrap up the excellent question, this was a typed question, by the way. If you don't see the chat, this was uh, Jason asking us all about this uh, AI thing. Our proven bot sourcing course is coming soon. I was, I've been talking with the guy who's doing it with us pretty much every day for the past several weeks, shaping it out, the content's being created. Some of it's going to be pre-recorded. A lot of it's going to be live sessions. Provenbotsourcing.com. I'm going to type that in the comments for you guys. If you're listening to this content later, there'll be a link in the notes near this for that as well. But you can go get on the early notification list. That's not really AI. It's a combination of different tools, many of which I guarantee you've never heard of that we've kind of pieced together to really do some powerful scraping and research for replen sellers that everyone who's seen it so far from our team, the leaders, the coaches, the insider coaching students who've had a sneak peek at this thing, love it. It's blowing them away. You can get so many great research-worthy and then test-worthy ASINs so fast for the replens model that uh, it's going to change the game for a lot of folks. That's coming very soon. It's not really artificial intelligence, but from my vantage point, nobody has artificial intelligence yet, really. We've got Google in paragraphs. 
that's just me. I'm a skeptic. I've seen it all before. I've seen the hype come and go. I've been doing e-commerce as my only income for 20 years. So it takes a lot to impress me. I'm not impressed with AI yet. I'm just not. It's just a faster way to build some programs for programming and graphics and things. Uh, it's not actually any intelligence built in there at all. Uh, it's just, uh, to me, like I said, it's Google in paragraph form, and it's not even all that accurate. So I'm, I'm just not impressed yet. But there are some cool tools out there that can speed things up for you, for sure, depending on what work you're trying to get done. Uh, but that's me on AI, and I'll, I won't spend a lot of time on it. But hopefully that answers all your questions, Jason. Let me know if there's uh, anything else that you want me to go into. That Yeah, Jason was thinking that maybe that AI virtual summit had anything to do with the proven bot sourcing? No, two completely different things. He's clarifying his question there. So yeah, I'm far more excited about proven bot sourcing at provenbotsourcing.com than I am anything in AI. But Nathan's an AI geek. If you want to get in over there with him and hang out with some AI nerds for a few days, it's going to be a good virtual summit. And I love your question, Val. Coaching's a little pricey. Is there any other way that I can learn how to do these things? Absolutely. Our coaching students represent a fraction of our success stories, but there's a whole bunch of other people that have succeeded using only our free podcast. That's it. And I love that. I think it's phenomenal to have people come to us and say, the only resources I've ever used, I haven't paid you a dime. I've used your free Facebook group. I used your free podcast. And I'd build a beautiful business. We hear from those people all the time. So when you say, is there another way? Absolutely, there's another way. You can use the proven Amazon course, which is $39 a month, if you're willing to pay you know, a couple dollars a day and get the world-class training that steps you through. Or if you want to go much faster, we do offer incredible coaching. All of our coaches are successful students of the model they train and they have a teacher's heart. So it's just a matter of how fast you want to go and what learning style works best with you. Most people, myself included, benefit dramatically from having a coach that handholds you so you know what questions to ask, you know where you're at in the process, you know what's coming next. You can benefit from their experience so they keep you on the right path. There's a lot of other people that do great just kind of absorbing it over time. Slow and steady wins the race. We're not in any hurry around here. This replens business model has been great for six plus years. It's going to be great for the next six plus, in my opinion. It's got nothing but future beautiful potential. If something were to change, we've got all kinds of other base level models that we could begin teaching, but I don't see that happening anytime soon. Replens is beautiful. Learn it at your own pace. If you just want to use the free podcast and our free Facebook group and piece it together over time, you certainly can do that. The intro video that shows you the basics of the replens model is located at the top of our Facebook group, the My Silent Team group. I'll stick a shortcut link to that video in the comments, silentgym.com slash intro video. Typing it out, checking my spelling. There we go. Silentgym.com slash intro video. I just left it in the comments if you're joining us live or watching this video. Uh, if you're listening to the audio later, there's a link near the video that has all the links I'm talking about. But silentgym.com slash intro video walks you through the basics of replens. This isn't scanning barcodes in a clearance aisle of a Walmart that has nothing to do with replens. It's not about 
selling items that customers buy over and over again. Like some people like, oh, well, some people have their favorite coffee. So that's a replan because people buy it over and over the same coffee. No, that has nothing to do with replans. If you don't understand replans yet, you need to go watch that short video. It explains what replans are. And that may be enough to give you a push. Again, to get back to our guest's question, Val's question, are there any other ways to do this besides coaching? Absolutely. Watch that intro video, listen to our podcast, get in the Facebook group, absorb the lessons over time. You can do it that way too. What we have a lot of people do is they'll save up and set aside a little bit of money, kind of proving it out, maybe flipping a few things, putting a little money aside. Then they'll invest in the proven Amazon course. Like I said, it's $39 a month. They'll dive in, learn from that, and they'll do it. They'll build a beautiful business. I would say if we put all of our success stories on a pie chart, about 20% of our success stories, maybe 30% are coaching students, and they ramped up fairly quickly. The next piece of the pie is people who did it with the proven Amazon course. I'd say that's about 50%, maybe even 60% of our success stories. They did it without a coach. They used the proven Amazon course. It took them a little longer than had they had a coach, but they build a beautiful business. And then that last 10 or 20% are people who just did it on their own, figuring it out. Typically, those are the people who are very busy. They've only got a few minutes here, a few minutes there, a couple hours a week. They're, they've been doing it for six, eight months before it starts to click. But they build a business. They're making some great income. It took them a while longer, unless they're a very experienced internet marketer or e-commerce business builder. It, takes you, it can take you a while to figure these things out on your own. But people certainly are doing it all day, every day. It's not rocket science, but there are a series of mainly the, the initial steps. I call it that period of intense focused effort that anything worth having or doing is going to involve a series of intense focused effort steps at the beginning. And that's what trips a lot of people up which is one of the reasons we have, this is probably a good place for me to talk about our kickstart program. If you're a proven Amazon course student, you have to be a proven Amazon course student to qualify for this. But for a one-time payment of $40, it's not a monthly payment. It's a one-time payment of $40. You're a proven Amazon course student. You pay $40. You get into a kickstart group. Those groups form every week or so. And it's typically somewhere between 10 and 15 or so proven Amazon course students who just started, just like you. And they don't know anything about anything and they're wanting to get to their first sale. They're wanting to find their first replan and make that first sale. So from knowing nothing to making your first sale, there's some difficult steps in there that sometimes trip people up. Well, you guys do it as a group under the instruction of one of our top coaches. And we have live Zoom sessions, a series of live Zoom sessions that are recorded, of course, if you can't make it. And those help you through those first initial steps. So for that four-session period, you've got a group coach helping you through those initial steps. People love the kickstart. If you're interested in that, you can get over to silentgym.com, click on support, send us an email saying, hey, Jim was talking about kickstart. I'm a proven Amazon course student. I'm having trouble getting started. Uh, tell me about the next kickstart group. They'll send you to a page that's only for proven Amazon course students. No one else can see it. You have to be logged into the proven Amazon course portal to see the page. Once you're on that page, you can decide, watch a little video by me talking about the kickstart program and decide if that's something you want to do. Totally underpriced program. It should be hundreds and hundreds of dollars, if not more than that, because of the results we're seeing from people who go through the kickstart. Everyone loves it phenomenal experience. I joined the last session of each class. So typically most Mondays, one of the things on my schedule is 
checking in on the last class of the most recent kickstart group and, and just hanging out with all the new students for, for a bit, answering questions, kind of like we're doing now, but they've been through the process. And that'll really help you navigate the proven Amazon course. We really encourage relationships. From my vantage point, having witnessed a whole lot of people succeed and a whole lot of people kind of rise and fall and fizzle, the thing that separates the two, the people who build relationships, the people who intentionally form mastermind groups, they reach out to others, they get together with local meetups. Those are the people that do well. This is a relationship-dependent business, even though it's e-commerce. All businesses are relationship-dependent. So don't isolate yourself trying to do this. Do it with a group. Find some friends. Can you explain what qualifies as an underserved agent? I thought it was Ma's question. That's what was throwing me. Okay, here we go. My son's getting ready to mow, his, mow our lawn. So if, I may have to get up and close my window here in a second. We'll see how loud. This mower is really loud. <laughs> see if you guys can hear it up right outside my window. What is an underserved ASIN? That is a very popular question. I'm happy to answer it. I would say uh, of the top 20 questions that we answer multiple times per day around here, that's certainly on the list because that's one of the ways we like to describe what a replan is. You'll hear us describe replans many different ways. Underserved ASIN, underserved shelf space at Amazon, underserved listing, um, any product that you can profitably sell over and over again on Amazon, easily getting more inventory each time you need it. Those are all descriptions of a replan. So what's an underserved ASIN? It's any listing on Amazon, also called an ASIN, A-S-I-N, any listing that you can come in as a seller at a price that's easy for you to source, meaning you're not getting a discount. It's easy for you to go get more when you need, one or two at a time. And you can reasonably expect to make a profit in the next 30 days on a handful of units. So a good replens business might look like 500 listings that you're selling against, and you've got two, three, five different units on each of those listings waiting for sales to happen. It's not about having the lowest price. It's not about being the only person on the listing. It's not about making sure no one else sells on your precious ASIN. No, you're a reseller. Anyone can sell on your listings. But you're selling on the ones that are moving fast enough with enough of a profit and enough velocity for you to be happy that you're there. At the point where your inventory sits for 30 days and doesn't sell, you drop the profit, excuse me, you drop the price, you get rid of your units, never more than a month's worth of any given ASIN, and you move on and find other ASINs, which is the game. That's the replens game. Always finding more ASINs, knowing full well that for any number of reasons, some of your ASINs are going to drop off. If you listen to our podcast, you're going to hear numerous sellers talking about what replens means to them. Basically, it's just predictably profitable inventory that you can sell over and over again. And it's not about buying in bulk so that you get huge discounts. It's not about uh, finding stuff where there's not a you know, there's only one seller. Oh, I'm going to jump in next to them because there's not a lot of sellers yet. Thinking, okay, as soon as there's five sellers, it's going to tank and that's bad. That's not necessarily the game. There's many listings we're on where there's 30 or even 50 other sellers. We're doing great. Let's say it's an ASIN that sells 2,000 times a month. And the handful of sellers at the lowest price, well, they're getting 90% of those sales. Well, I'm in the 10% of the sellers who are selling well above the buy box, enjoying a handful of sales per month. 
I'm not making hundreds of sales per month. I'm selling three or five a month. And that's great because every sale I make on that ASIN is very profitable for me. If you listen to podcast episode number 554, 554, I explain how you can ignore the buy box entirely and price well above the buy box and still get great sales on popular ASINs. And that's one replin strategy. So what's an underserved ASIN? It's any listing on Amazon that I can sell against with a reasonable expectation of making a profit on at least one or a handful of sales per month. That means there was a happy customer out there willing to pay the price I put on it. Had I not been there, they'd have had to buy it from somebody else, maybe even pay more, maybe wait more time to get their inventory. I explained the regional advantages that you have on the fast-moving ASINs the fast-moving listings, the underserved listings of Amazon in podcast episode number 554. Go listen to it and you will understand what underserved ASINs means even more. Of all the dozens of ways that we've discovered to find great replans, I would say that there's still many, many more ways to be discovered. Amazon has millions of underserved listings right now, meaning you could slide in next to the other sellers at a price point that's profitable to you and make a handful of sales per month on those ASINs. There's millions of them right now as we're sitting here. So when someone says, I can't find any profitable inventory, well, you're not looking for profitable inventory. That's not the game. You don't know if you've made a profit till you make a sale. You're looking for test-worthy ASINs. You're looking for ASINs where you have a reasonable expectation of making at least a handful of profitable sales per month. So you send in a few and you test, knowing your worst case scenario is you're going to drop your price get your money back and sell those items and find better tests, find more tests that you can go against. And and as you get better at it, the vast majority of your tests are successes and you're getting a handful of sales per month until one of a handful of things happens to that ASIN. Either they stop making that product or the manufacturer decides they don't want their product on Amazon and they have the legal firepower to make it happen, which is very rare. Or the brand decides they want to take over their own brand. They don't want anyone else selling it. And they're going to make your life miserable if you try to sell it, which happens far less often than you suspect because it's actually shooting themselves in their own foot by doing that. Most of the big brands have figured that out. They love resellers. Nike tried that whole thing of locking down their brand on Amazon. It didn't go well for Nike. It didn't go well for Amazon. It didn't go well for the customers who buy Nike on Amazon. It didn't go well for any of them. They threw the doors wide open again to the reseller community and said, please come back (laughs) because for reasons I'm not going to go into right now, a brand that decides to sell their own brand exclusively on Amazon, if they have a large catalog, they can't do it well. They just simply can't. They're not equipped to be able to do it well. Their inventory stacks up in the dark corners of warehouses and gets dusty and nobody orders anywhere near as much of their stuff. That's what happens to brands who try to lock down their own brand on Amazon. So most brands throw the doors open. They love having resellers. The only brands that don't like resellers typically are the small brands. They got one or two products. That's it. Same products last year as they're going to have next year, two, three, five items maybe. And they really want to keep a close eye on their supply chain. They've got retailers that are watching a close eye on every product in their very tiny catalog, or it's a private label seller with one product. Yeah. Stay away from those. That represents maybe, I don't know, 20, 30%. Tops, 
of the brands on Amazon, the other 60, 70, 80% of the brands on Amazon, wide open for resellers. It's a matter of getting approved, which just takes a little bit of time. In many cases, after 30 or 40 sales, you're getting approved in just about any category, any brand you want to get approved for. So that is underserved ASINs. Hopefully that helps you out. We discuss this, like I said, frequently. That's one of the most asked questions in our community. And once that light bulb comes on and you understand that there's millions of underserved listings on Amazon that you could be testing against right now, we talk about it a lot. Podcast episode 554 and 612, silentgym.com. Once that light bulb comes on, you're going to find a bunch of test-worthy ASINs that you can send some inventory in against and start to have a lot of fun with this model, knowing the worst case scenario is you drop your price, you get your money back, right? This isn't an investment where your worst case scenario is you get nothing back. If it's a good test-worthy ASIN, which is everywhere, your worst case scenario is you get either all or almost all of your money back for every test that you run. And if it's a successful test, you end up making a new income stream out of it. Maybe it's $10 a month income stream. Maybe it's $100,000, $500,000 a month income stream. Each successful test is a new income stream that may last anywhere from several weeks to several months to a few years, but it's a stream. And you just keep adding in new streams. And before you know it, you've got a raging river. Many of our most successful students have a fully automated system where someone is doing their research, someone's doing their shopping, they're paying someone else to do the prep. They're paying someone to do every piece of this business, constantly finding new replans, purging out the ones that aren't testing well anymore. They do nothing but watch their numbers. Good number of the coaches on our team. That's why they have free time to coach students is because they built a beautiful automated system. You don't have to be the one doing these things. You need to be the one that learns it initially so you can effectively manage it and teach it to others and run your business. But you can fully scale and automate this business to the point where you just check your numbers. That's all I do in my business. Check my numbers on Amazon a few times a day. That's it. I've got a team. I've got shoppers, got sourcers. I got people doing the prep. We actually own a prep center. There's a bunch of prep centers that can manage your inventory for you. Everyone who lives outside the United States but wants to sell in the US, they need somewhere to ship their inventory, right? Well, that's our prep center network. Jason's saying the advanced Keepa courses are what did it for him. Can't recommend them enough. Yeah, we've got. If, if you're new to proven Amazon course, you start off with Amazon 101. Start there. If you've never made money online in any kind of significant way, provenamazoncourse.com, get into it. There's dozens of modules. We have a getting started section. Go to the getting started section. It's going to send you to Amazon 101. Go through that. Don't skip that part. Don't think that's just the introduction that you don't need to some novel that you're going to read. No, that's important stuff. Amazon 101. Next, the replenishable training. Grasp replens. Be able to have great clarity in your head. What's an underserved listing? What's it look like when I see one? You've got to have that nailed down. Then you can appreciate, like Jason just pointed out, the advanced Keepa training, which is phenomenal. A couple of our coaching leaders, Brian and Robin Joy, who will be presenting in a few sessions at our upcoming conference, The Proven Conference, July 6th through 8th, Columbus, Ohio. Get your tickets if you don't have them yet. VIP is almost sold out. Theprovenconference.com. They'll be presenting there on these concepts. Advanced Keepa training is multiple creative ways to use the tool called Keepa, K-E-E-P-A, to find great replens. If you don't know what Keepa is yet, please do yourself a massive favor and go listen to podcast episode 369. That's the Keepa episode, 369. 
some people will say, well, Jim, that, that podcast episode, that's over a year old. That's, that's like, well, I think it's almost two years old, maybe this point. I could record that episode verbatim, word for word, right now today. And it's as relevant, if not more relevant now, than it's ever been. Keepa scrapes Amazon data in a way that no other tool does. It costs about 20 bucks a month. I'm not trying to make affiliate commissions on it. I'm saying go straight to Keepa and get it if you want it. They've sent me a few pennies over the years for the thousands of users we've sent them. But any tool worth its weight in the Amazon universe is importing Keepa's data because Amazon doesn't share the good data. You got to scrape it yourself. And only one company scrapes the good data off Amazon to help sellers make good decisions. And that's Keepa, K-E-E-P-A. For 20 bucks a month, approximately, you're getting a peek into amazing insights that will help you make good inventory decisions. And the podcast episode again, 369 at silentgym.com. Do not miss that. Jason said one of the podcasts that the Olsons did was what finally made it click for him in understanding replens. And that episode 612 is a really good one. If that wasn't it, it's, it's maybe one of the other ones right around that time. We've done a good series from about 550 forward. We've worked in one or two episodes a month, maybe three, where we just really break it down. Like we could charge thousands of dollars for the podcast content because it really, you know, we're not leaving anything out. Part of our philosophy around here is when we're talking about something, we don't leave anything out. The advantage of our paid material, the advantage of our coaching is it's there when you need it. You can speed the process. You got to do a little digging and work a little bit to find it. But that same stuff is integrated in all of our free content. You can piece it together yourself. Our podcast features interviews and people asking questions and people at different levels of experience. So sometimes it's useful for you, sometimes it isn't. But if you get into our courses, our content, it steps you through in a very methodical way. If you get into coaching, it's even more methodical. And now there's accountability and there's someone there keeping you from making, uh, getting distracted. I think that's a lot of the value. You've got to have more of a mentor, someone whose experiences become your roadmap. That's invaluable. If you haven't learned that yet in business, you will eventually. You will get to the point as you succeed in business, where you will think people are absolutely crazy for not paying for the best mentor they can possibly afford because you move forward so much faster with such more effectiveness and efficiency instead of wasting months figuring these things out. But some people aren't convinced of that or they don't have the funds for that. That's fine. We're here regardless. But we do have a world-class coaching program that I'm very proud of and the way we've conducted it I can tell you this, in the world of e-commerce coaching, I'm aware of no one who's been doing it half as long as us, let alone 20 years. I don't know of anyone that's been doing e-commerce coaching for 10 years. I don't know anyone, let alone, like I said, we've been doing it for 20 years with nearly 10,000 students served with the same coaching director with me the whole time who shares the philosophy with with me. And that philosophy is simple. This is what sets us apart. If you want to go launch a coaching company, I highly recommend you adopt these couple of principles. One of them is our sales process isn't pressured. We never have anybody leave our coaching sales process going, man, that was a high pressure arm wrestling match. I can't believe I got out of there with my wallet in my pocket. Never. It's, is this a good fit or not? If not, let's give you some great resources. Let's make good use of the time we have together. Here's some free resources. Here's some advice. Let's get, let's, Build a little blueprint for the next six months while you save up some money and maybe reconsider. Let's get your spouse on the phone and talk again in a few months if they're not too certain about this, right? It's a very low pressure, friendly conversation. 
So that's one, low pressure, no complaints about our sales process. The other is the only way we measure success of our coaching program is success stories. I don't want any other metrics. I don't want a conversion metric. Hey, every lead is worth X number of dollars. I don't care. I had coaching companies courting me when I hired Nathan. I fired the first three because they wanted to show me all these conversion metrics. I don't care about conversion metrics and closing, making sales. I want qualified students that we can turn into success stories because if we can do that, now we're playing the long game. We're going to last. Most coaching companies in e-commerce do exactly the opposite. They're going to strong arm you into a sale. They're going to twist you and use techniques and strategies and tactics to try to close the sale while you're on the phone. And then your odds of success very low, which is why they don't have a podcast featuring hundreds of interviews with their successful students, because they're bringing in a lot of people that just aren't qualified. People who are spending the last few dollars on their credit card to get into something they have no business being involved with. It's hard to get creative success. It's hard to get good success stories out of that crowd. So that's the difference. That's the way we've been doing it for 20 years. And it's gone very, very well. We tell just as many people every day that they're not qualified for coaching and they're not positioned well for it as we say, hey, this might be a good fit for you. We talk people out of it all day, every day, because we only want people we can turn into a success story. If you've got that, is this a profitable winner or not mindset? It's, it's kind of hard to turn that part of your brain off. That's not what replens is. Replens is underserved listings on Amazon. So the example I use is as a bag of marshmallows. I talk about this example frequently. You may go to Walmart tonight with your Amazon seller app and scan a bag of marshmallows and it's selling on the shelf at Amazon or a Walmart, excuse me, selling on the shelf for 97 cents. And you look on Amazon app and it's selling for a buck 20. You're like 30 cents difference. There's no profit there. And you're right. So you may think in your head, that's not a profitable product. Now you're wrong. (laughs) You're right that you can get it for the same price on Amazon as a single bag, but you're wrong that it is that you're able to say this isn't a profitable product. You don't know that it's not because that same product, that same bag of marshmallows appears on 40, 50, 60 other listings on Amazon. And a handful of those listings, maybe two or three of them are very profitable, wildly potentially profitable ASINs that you should be testing against. Maybe it's a hot cocoa bundle mix. You know, can of your favorite hot cocoa, can bought bag of your favorite marshmallows. Um, you know, what else would you maybe put in there? Some some chocolates, you know, that sit nice on the top of your cup or whatever. I don't know. Just use your imagination, but it's easy for you to get all these items and put that bundle together. And suddenly the margins on that, only two or three other sellers, you're the fourth seller and you're all making five, eight dollars a sale. And it's selling 50 times a month and you're getting three or four of those sales. Well, is the bag of marshmallows a bad product or not? It's a bad product on most ASINs, on mostly, but it's not a bad product on that one. That's a test-worthy ASIN. So you're not looking for winning products. You're looking for potentially winning ASINs. And once you understand the difference between those two, now you're off to the races and you can really pick up momentum quickly. But some people think you're looking for winning products or profitable products. It's a very confusing mess until you realize that you're looking for underserved listings, potentially test-worthy ASINs, as we call them as well. All right, Jackie said, thanks for the marshmallow example. That answers your question. Awesome. That's good to hear. I answered a question I didn't even know I'd been asked. Thanks, Jim. I'm an international seller. Um, I'd like to find out how I can make purchases um, 
purchases of weed plants. Um, if I do not have, must it be a US credit card? Because uh, when I went through the international module, I did not hear anything about purchases. Yeah, we'll appreciate your advice on this. Thank you. Yeah, Paula, good question. So you went through inside the Proven Amazon course, there is a module that Paula referenced called the internationalaz.com module. It's something that we give to all of our international students when they join the Proven Amazon course, because we do have a bunch of non-US-based students of the Proven Amazon course and our coaching program as well, who are selling every day in the United States without seeing or touching their inventory. And Paula's question is, how can I make purchases? Correct me if I'm wrong, Paula, but you're saying, how can I make purchases? I don't have a US-based credit card. I'm running into some troubles here. Can you help me? Because it sounds like maybe your orders are getting rejected on US-based websites because of your credit card. Um, well, I have not tried yet. And, and I, I know that I don't have a US entity. So I'm just wondering. Yeah, you're going to see that it's not as big of a challenge as you might suspect. If you're putting in a U.S.-based ship-to address, most credit cards are going to be just fine. I don't care where you live. What if I don't have that? Must I have a U.S.-to address? You have to have it because you don't want to ship your inventory to you. Where? What country do you live in, Paula? Um, Singapore. You're in okay, Singapore. Okay, so I could, I could ship it to a prep center. If that's the case, is that right? That's correct. PrepCenterNetwork.com is a list of prep centers, many of which accommodate international sellers and help them out. So you're going to a US-based website, sitting in your beautiful apartment in Singapore, your beautiful home. I want to visit that city so badly, Paula. I've seen, it's just lit up at night. What a gorgeous, gorgeous city. Can't wait to see it someday. That one hotel that has the pool on the roof, beautiful. With the garden nearby, like the, the lit up trees, like a... It just looks amazing. But you're in Singapore, you're placing an order with a US-based website, and they're saying, hey, we need a US-based ship to address. You put that in there, you use your international credit card. The vast majority of the time, that order is going to go through just fine. You don't want to ship the stuff to Singapore, obviously, and prep it yourself and then ship it back to the US. That's cost prohibitive. But you find a prep partner in the US. So I'd say in don't try to solve problems that you haven't run into yet, because that probably won't be an issue for you. Well, you run into it is if they see that you're trying to ship it internationally and they'll have some questions for you there. But even that being said, I do know that there's hundreds of sellers in our community, international, who have solved that exact problem, if there is one. So ask it in the Facebook group and talk to others who live that reality every day because that's not something I've had to deal with. So I don't know what all creative solutions are out there, but I know you can use use gift cards, for example, for the website. You could purchase the gift cards through a third-party channel or something, and then use the gift card to place your purchase. There's some creative things you may have to do to get into a groove, but uh, there's solutions to every challenge you'll run into that other people have helped navigate. It's part of the beauty of this community. So use the Facebook group for those kind of things. Thank you very much, Jim. Yeah, Paula, great to meet you. Welcome to the community. What is the minimum ROI criteria that we use for sourcing? Yeah, a lot of people talk about ROI or net margin. And just as a general rule of thumb, when you're getting started, I like to see you leave yourself a little bit of room to make some mistakes. So the ROI minimum that I like to see is 40%. That And and the minimum net margin I like to see is like 20, 25% minimum net margin. And there's a tool that shows you your ROI and net margin. It's called RevSeller. I'm going to stick a link to it in the show notes right now. 
Rev Seller. If you go to that video that I mentioned earlier, that 20-minute video that gives you an intro to replens, it's in the Facebook group. It's at the top of the page. I'm sticking a shortcut link right now, intro video. Here we go, silentgym.com slash intro video. Go watch that. It demonstrates how to use Keepa and how to use Rev Seller, the tool that shows you based on the price you're about to spend. Let's go back to our bag of marshmallows, right? And we found a three-pack listing for our 97-cent bag of marshmallows. So what's my spend costs to get it? About $3. So I plug $3 into the replen or the Rev Seller tool. It says, it, it says, hey, I don't know what you're about to spend on this thing, but if you'll tell me, I'll tell you about what your profit's going to be based on recent buy box trends, which again, you can ignore the buy box quite frequently, but that's just kind of a worst case scenario is the buy box, right? So based on the buy box, if you buy this three bags of marshmallows for 97 cents each and you sell them for $14.95, after Amazon's fees and after everything included, what profit am I going to make? And it says, well, your ROI is going to be about 60%. And your net profit, net profit margin is going to be about 32%. And it tells you the exact dollar amount as well. So I like to see some wiggle room in there of, you know, for us, I want to be able to make 4 or $5 profit per unit, typically, unless it's moving really fast. And then I'll, I'll sell a volume if I'm making a dollar a sale, but I'm selling 30 a day. Yeah, I'll do that. But if it's a slower seller, I'm only going to sell a few a month. I'd like to make at least 4 or 5 bucks a sale in the end. And depending on how much you're paying for it, you know, that those numbers change. If I'm paying $100 a unit for this thing, I don't want to just make four or five bucks. That's a lot of capital sitting out there waiting to turn over a tiny little 4% net turn. So I don't want that. So it kind of depends what you're paying as well. Um, but if I can make four or five bucks a unit as a general rule and some of the lower priced inventory, yeah, I'm in. ROI 40% or so net margin 25% or so. Yeah, that's about what I'm looking for. Just as a general rule, everyone's going to be a little different. When you're testing, one thing to keep in mind is test small. Just because you find a good replan that's test-worthy, don't send in 30 units, send in two or three, test it. If it goes well, send in a few more. Never have more than a month's worth on hand, which means if it's not selling as fast as you were hoping it would as a test, you can drop your price, get your money back. Go find more ASINs. Keep finding more ASINs. Uh, Angel says, I'm going to test bundles. How many would you send to Amazon the first shipment if you're testing out bundles? Well, Angel's asking about Angela. Sorry. Got my reading glasses on, but my monitor's a good distance out of range. (laughs) Angela, good question. Sounds like Angela's gone into the proven Amazon course, and hopefully you have a good understanding of the replens model. You've had some success with that model. That's the ideal foundation upon which you can start to build some branded bundles. Provenbrandbuilding.com is a course that's separate from the Proven Amazon course. For a while, it was separate. Now it's been integrated into the Proven Amazon course, free, fully available, as are dozens of other great modules inside the Proven Amazon course collection that talks about building branded bundles. Provenbrandbuilding.com is the website, provenbrandbuilding.com. That's the course it sounds like Angela is going through that talks about how to build a bundle of common everyday recognized brand name products bundled together, put inside of your branded box, 
and that becomes an ASIN that no one else can sell against. Now you've got a listing that only you own. You haven't gone out to, had to invent a new private label product, a new better mousetrap. You've just bundled together some products in such a way, in a complementary way that's never been done before. And you've got a unique ASIN that only you can sell against because it's in your branded box. And ideally you've added some kind of value add item as well. That's of significant value in the bundle creates a unique listing opportunity for you. And the question Angela had to get to her question is how many units should you send in? Two or three, that's it. Two or three, testing out a new bundle, no reason to send in 40. Because now you're just going to be recalling 40 units if it doesn't work out. <laughs> you want to think to yourself, how painful will it be if this experiment doesn't work out? How big of a risk am I willing to take? If this doesn't work the way I'm hoping it does, I'm going to have to recall this inventory. What am I going to do with it? Send in two or three. If they hit Amazon's warehouse and sell instantly, yeah, you want to get some more in there quickly. So you want to have, uh, be able to capture that momentum if, because if you have any gaps in your momentum and your inventory during fast momentum, that's going to hurt your rank. So let me give you a specific example, Angela. Let's say you send in three or four units of a test bundle and they sell in the first couple of days. You don't want to wait a month to send in a few more, expecting the same thing's going to happen again. Because as soon as that inventory hits zero, Amazon's going to start lowering your rank for that listing. It's not going to get anywhere near as much attention by the time your inventory gets back in there. So you may want to scramble and sell a few merchant fulfill, ship them yourself. So you don't have to wait the 10 days to get your inventory in. So if you build a bundle and it hits, be prepared to stay up till 4 a.m. that night listing a good handful more of those bad boys, merchant fulfill, so you don't lose the momentum on that great bundle. Bundles is a momentum game. So Sarah's asking, will the new bot course require tactical arbitrage? Absolutely, 100% will not require tactical arbitrage. Actually, we'll be talking a lot of users out of using tactical arbitrage if they've been frustrated with it. So no, you don't need TA at all to use the new proven bot sourcing training. It's a similar process to what TA does using different tools and a whole lot more robust results for those who are going through the process and testing it out. You certainly can use tactical arbitrage. We have some tactical arbitrage users who are loving the proven bot sourcing as testers and they're using it, loving it. For those who don't know what tactical arbitrage is, go to silentgym.com slash TA. It's in tactical arbitrage. You can check out the special offer they made our community. It's a research tool. Helps Amazon sellers. Sharon, great question. She wants to form a mastermind group around other people who are doing a similar business model to her. We encourage you to get into the Facebook group, but we don't allow people to go in and say in front of 73,000 people, hey, I'm here and here's the things I need. Who wants to join me? We only allow posts that have the potential for serving a large number of people, questions that, if answered, assist a bunch of other people, which is why we don't allow a post that says, hey, I live in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. Who lives near me? Like, What are the odds? Three, four people might benefit if they happen to see that post. So we're very strict on what we allow to be posted in our Facebook group. The best way to form a mastermind group around that is to attend a live event with us. That's a phenomenal way. We're actually forming mastermind groups around similar business models and to the best of our ability, geographical regions and other factors, the size of your business. 
at our Proven Conference, theprovenconference.com, or hang out in our Facebook group, look for the people having conversations about the kind of stuff that you're interested in and into, and then contact them privately and say, hey, I'm in this Facebook group with you, not to intrude. I'm not spamming you or anything. I'm only reaching out to a couple of people who seem to meet a similar profile. Looks like you're into branded bundles. Are you still doing that? How's it going? Do you want to form a mastermind? That's all in a private message. That's great. Now, if you contact people spamming them by the dozens, trying to sell them something, you're going to be banned from our group. But if you politely reach out and say, hey, I'm not trying to spam you, just curious, would you be interested in a mastermind around this topic? They may say, hey, I'm already in a mastermind. We'd love to invite you guys in. Come on in. We meet on Tuesdays. So that's the way to do it. That's how you form masterminds in our group, Sharon. Hopefully that's helped you out. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.